Well, church, it is Senior Sunday, and it is safe to say that there has never been a Senior Sunday like this before. In the history of our church, in the history of our country, there's never been a Senior Sunday like this. In class of 2020, you are graduating in historic times. You've graduated in the, great, in the midst of a, the greatest pandemic of our lifetime, as well as in the middle of the most, one of the greatest tensions of our lives. You have uh, witnessed and in, in heard of the murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George, Fo- George Floyd, and they have fully disclosed just how far we are from realizing we are from God's kingdom here on earth. And so amongst the pandemic and the suffering of a pandemic, and amidst the suffering of our black brothers and sisters, we today, in the middle of it all, commission you. We send you. From this moment forward, with your high school graduation, you are now an adult. You get to decide who you want to be, what you want to pursue, and how you want to shape this world. You get to decide how you will use your voice. And you get to decide who has influence in your life. And it is in this unique moment in history where I want to invite you, class of 2020, to embrace the process of suffering for the sake of knowing Christ, especially when the dust settles. See, right now, the weight of graduating during a pandemic and also during this heightened awareness of racism, it is obvious that things are not as they should be. Let's talk about the pandemic. The last few months, you have missed out on so many things with your senior year. You've missed out on being with your peers. You've missed out on prom. You've missed out on being able to do a normal graduation ceremony. And many of you have other life issues that you're wrestling through right now. But class of 2020, how will you respond when the dust settles? Let's talk about race. Within the past month, you saw the videos of the murders of Ahmaud Arbery. You heard about the murder of Breonna Taylor, and you saw the video of George Floyd. And your generation knows that this is part of a much bigger issue of systemic racism, a system that has its roots throughout the history of our nation, and you are speaking up. Your generation is leading the charge with protests. You are being vocal that the inherent racism, the lack of value that our country has had historically maintained for black and brown bodies and other persons of color and indigenous people is not okay. You have the megaphone. You have an inherent voice for justice. But class of 2020, how will you respond when the dust settles? Seniors, you have lost much. You've personally lost much from COVID-19 and you're witnessing the cries of the black community of people who have lost much. But students, this is what we need from you. This is what this moment requires from you. When COVID-19 is finished and when the protests stop, there's much to be done. We need your voice when the dust settles. But there's something that we need the most. We need your character. We need your character to be shaped fully by Jesus. See, Paul begins this passage in Philippians, I consider everything a loss for the sake of knowing Christ. In this moment, all the loss that we have experienced and the loss that we are watching can give way to resurrection. But this is a moment where you can decide that is Jesus and him alone that is to be the one that guides your character and guides your voice. Last week, Pastor Danny Kilgore, in talking about the black community, she said, God never wastes our suffering. 
See, suffering isn't wasted because it is God who makes something out of it. In senior class, you have experienced suffering and what you have lost. You're witnessing the suffering of our black brothers and sisters, but your voice after the dust settles will matter when you declare that Jesus Christ is the only thing worth knowing. It is his voice that cultivates actual change. It is his voice that creates lasting justice. It is his voice that transforms the world. And without his voice guiding yours, your words will be silent. See, it is the voice of Jesus that cultivates lasting change. This is why character matters. It's something that I've missed doing the last couple months in the season of COVID-19. I've missed playing the drums. I love playing the drums. When you think about drumming, it's actually a really simple thing. It's a shell of wood with a drum head on it, and you hit it with a stick. But when you workshop out different beats and you give rhythm and groove and feel, it takes the randomness of that hit, that attack on a drum head, and gives it power and sound. And you'll see how simple the instrument is. If you give a, a child a drum set for the first time, it's just crazy chaos and noise. But as the child matures and grows and learns what drums to hit, when, how to make grooves happen, how to feel the beat, those random noises become substance. And this is where character comes in. See, living your life and using your voice without God's voice shaping your character is like being a kid drumming who can't play without rhythm or groove. It's just noise. Character is the substance of voice. And character is achieved when you decide that you want to know Christ. Yes, to know him, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining the resurrection from the dead. Class of 2020, you have lost much. You are also seeing how much our black brothers and sisters have lost, but with Christ, everything that has been lost can lead to resurrection. And as Pastor Danny said, it is not wasted. So class of 2020, I have three things for you to consider when it comes to developing character. The first is this, listen. Learn to listen to the church. You have a community of people, including your parents, who love you and have wisdom to share. Listen to them. Listen to the voices of those who have different experiences than yours. Never write off someone for any reason. Open up your heart to people who have lived vastly different lives than you have, than what you have experienced here in Marin County. It will shape you more than you know, and it will allow you to build bridges. And listen to the voice of God. Be guided by the Holy Spirit. Learn to get into the Word every day. Don't just take what you hear from a pastor on a Sunday morning. Don't just take what you hear from what I have to say. Listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Learn to be guided by the Holy Spirit's voice. The second thing I want to challenge you when it comes to developing character is to learn to lament. See, lament is the process of grief, leaning into what you have lost. Lament embraces solidarity in suffering. See, when Paul writes about participation in the sufferings of Christ, it means that when one part of the body suffers, we all suffer. Lament is the posture of choosing to enter into the story of those who suffer. And right now, we get to enter into the shared suffering of the black community and thus enter into the suffering of Christ. See, class of 2020, you have also lamented what you have lost by missing out on these past few years. This, sorry, these past few months. But when the dust settles 
I want to encourage you to lament the ways that our culture has prioritized the wrong things. We've made exceptionalism and material wealth and status the main things. See, this has given us, all those things have given us this moment right now where we see racial disparities. We see that we are more anxious, more depressed, more lonely than ever before. But when you lament, you embrace Paul's notion that all these things are lost for the sake of knowing Christ. And you set yourself up to experience a resurrection of reprioritization. Priorities of family, rest, mercy, forgiveness, releasing the pressure to have as much as you can get from the world so that you can give instead. This is how we move towards lasting justice when the dust settles. But students, we acknowledge that you have already done this process of lament. You've lamented this year, you've re- and we recognize that there are things that you just can't get back. You've recognized some things in that process of lamenting that really matter. So when this is all said and done, you get to celebrate those things again. So check out this video as our students share some of the things they've lamented and the things that they're grateful for. Dear God, this year I've been frustrated because of losing close friends and normal life. I wish I could have been able to have more time. God, this year I have been frustrated because of losing social life at school. I wish I could have been able to hang out with my friends more. Jesus, I have been frustrated this year because of losing out on my senior year. I wish I could have been able to have a prom in all the other events. God, this year I have been frustrated because of losing so many opportunities. I wish I could have been able to travel and spend the last few months of school with my class. God, this year I have been frustrated because of losing connections with friends and missing out on plans I had made. I wish I had been able to make more memories during these last moments before I truly enter adulthood and into a new era of my life. My heart breaks for everyone who has faced tragedies this year. God, this year I've been frustrated because of losing many opportunities. I wish I could have been able to spend the last couple months surrounded by people I love. God, I am frustrated that I've been stuck inside and feel trapped inside my own house. My heart breaks for all of those who have been affected by racism within our country. My heart breaks for George Floyd. My heart breaks for those who have passed away from this terrible pandemic. My heart breaks for those who have been affected by and lost people due to coronavirus. Yet through that, I have learned that not everything will go according to plan, but you will always have something better in store for us. Uh, My heart breaks for the victims of racism in America as well as the victims of COVID-19. Yet through that, I can see how you have worked in my life through causing me to take a step back and set my mind straight. My heart breaks for this world, all the injustice and hate in it. Yet through that, I can see you have worked in my life through teaching me to stay strong and faithful. You have taught me to appreciate my life, the things I have, and not take them for granted. I can see how you've worked through my life, worked in my life through the support of other people. You've taught me kindness. I'm grateful for healthy living. Jesus, you have worked in my life through the love of my family. I am grateful for my health, and I'm grateful for the grace that you have given me for the health of my family and friends. I do see that you've worked within me and my family, bringing us all closer together. Also, my friends and I have been able to bond constantly digitally, and schoolwork has been easier than ever. Um, I'm grateful for all the guidance you've given me, especially regarding my social life. You have taught me that love is the strongest of all emotions, and there's never enough of it. 
You've taught me that it is important to not get so caught up in the routines of my schedule all the time, but rather to take some time to reflect upon my actions. I've also learned that everything may not go according to plan or live up to my expectations, and that I must move forward when this happens. I can see how you have worked in my life to teach me to put my trust in you. You have taught me to be patient and think positively through this tough time. I am grateful for the time that I spent at home with my family and being able to strengthen my relationship with them and also have time to myself. I have experienced your grace through taking a step back from everything that has been going on and taking in the beauty in my surroundings. I'm grateful for this time I've gotten to myself to think and to grow. I've experienced your grace through being able to see your creation through the outdoors. You've taught me kindness. I'm grateful for healthy living, and I've experienced your grace through compassion. I'm grateful for the life you have blessed me with, and I've experienced your grace through the loving actions of those around me. I'm grateful for my family, friends, and everyone who has helped me throughout my journey and made me the man that I am today. Jesus, teach me to always see you at work. Jesus. Please teach me to always see you at work. Jesus, teach me to see you always at work. Jesus, teach me to see you always at work. Jesus, teach me to see you always at work. Amen. 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 So as you've lamented, class, we hear your cries. We listen to what you have lost and we see the ways that you've shaped this time to celebrate, to reprioritize the things that matter. The last thing I want to tell you, class of 2020, is that as you develop character, that you would lead with it, that you'd lead with it, that you'd lead by leading people to the heart of God, lead by pointing people to Jesus. See, right now, we just might be considered right in the middle of the new civil rights movement. And Martin Luther King in the previous civil rights movement, he led people the way he did because of his internal character that was convinced that the kingdom of God could be experienced here and now between people of all racial backgrounds. Students, right now, you are leaders. It is you who are leading so much of the protests right now. Justice is ingrained in you and you won't settle for less. But I invite you to consider that when the dust settles, your voice will matter more than ever. When the protests cease, what will you do? When COVID-19 regulations come to an end, what will you do? Will you go back to the normal patterns of busyness and performance-driven culture? Will you go back to the normal pursuits of the adult climbing ladders, settling with pursuits of wealth and success? Class of 2020, be vocal, make your voice heard, but remember, to get silent with God and hear his voice to guide yours. See, there are many people who can speak out, but the world needs people who are bold, who seek justice and seek transformation. To become that person, don't miss out on doing the internal work. In fact, right now it is easy to speak out. Social justice is trending and that's a good thing, but it is hard to constantly invite the Holy Spirit to speak within. Class of 2020, you already know the language. You're not afraid to talk about racism, about white supremacy, about privilege and police brutality. You're not afraid to declare that black lives matter. You're not ashamed to speak your mind and talk about these things. But class of 2020, right now, it is easy to speak up. It is never easy to look within. 
It's never popular to daily submit your life to prayer and worship. It's not popular to invite the Holy Spirit to guide your every step. So when the dust settles, will you want to know Christ above all things? Class of 2020, you have a moment right now to show us what it looks like to reshift priorities. But if you want to see true justice in the world, if you want to see actual change that lasts in this world, you must be guided by the voice of God. How you think about your work, your studies, your dating life, your family, your vacation life, your emotional life, your financial life, if you are not inviting the Holy Spirit to guide your every thought and action, your every thought and action, things will stay the exact same. So seniors, Right now, we celebrate you, we send you, we commission you to help us build a new world and live out the call of God to bring the kingdom of heaven here and now. But may you develop character. May you listen. Invite the church into your process. Listen to those whose stories are different from yours. From this point forward, if you don't want to listen to the church ever again, you don't have to, but choose to listen to the voices of those who've gone before you. Choose to listen to the wisdom of those who are older than you and enter into your life to help you shape your faith. Seniors, may you lament. May you stand in solidarity with those who suffer at the hands of oppression and injustice. And seniors, may you lead. May you direct every part of your life, every part of your life to be fully given over to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. In church, may we not squash their voice May we come alongside of them to impart wisdom so that their voice may resound and last and cultivate change. May we lean into having these hard conversations that need to happen, and may we make Christ our priority. So for all of us, may we listen, may we lament, and may we lead. May we develop character that radiates the power of the Holy Spirit. May we want to know Christ above all things, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings. May we become like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. And may this be true, especially when the dust settles. So senior class, we commission you, we celebrate you into knowing Christ, and letting that shape our world into being more like heaven.